Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life... Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who is a nudist from the waist down and is currently strangling his boner in front of all of us. That's Jeff Clark. Hey guys. Actually not wearing, I'm wearing just boxers on the bottom of you now. Oh, it's party time. <laughs> And I'm in the spirit. Transmitting to us from an abandoned Toys R Us, the bearded booger eating giraffe known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Except, wouldn't Jeffy be a better Toys R Us giraffe, you know? Since their names are the same and all. Oh, that's right. They're even. He's also with a G as well. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Where you no, said? I was saying the same thing. You guys both spell it incorrectly. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Look, that's the only we way I can. Style. It's the only way I can be a G. <laughs> it's the G in my name that doesn't belong there. It's a silent G. Yeah, like lasagna, you know. <laughs> One of my favorite foods. I had a dream Speaking recently of which, about Toys R Us. Oh, okay. They're coming We're back. All... Yeah, and I feel like it was two days later I saw that headline, but then I Googled a little bit further because it was one of those memories that started blending in. I'm like, did I was that tied into my dream or is that fucking real? And uh, I guess it is real, but apparently they're only bringing Toys R Us back on cruise ships and airports. Well, I mean, it's Toys R Us... Never left Canada. They still have them. They didn't close down their Canadian hubs. Um, I feel, but I thought they were going to be opening in malls too, like KBs. Like I mean, they were going to be much smaller. I, I mean, just in some capacity, I, I almost feel like obviously there are pluses and minuses to the way things are today as opposed to the way they were when we were kids. Cause I still remember, you know, my mom taking me to like two different malls, two different Toys R Us's trying to find a single Ninja Turtle figure that was hard to get. And you couldn't like fucking, you couldn't call ahead or anything. There were no, there's no internet. So you couldn't check websites. So you just had to blindly drive around but I feel like that made it so much more satisfying as when you actually found one on the shelf. Do kids really get like, I don't know. I, I feel like I know Amazon is very quick nowadays, but I, I, as impatient as I was as a little kid being like, Hey, we just bought you a toy. You have to wait for it to come in the mail. Now I would pull my fucking hair out. Like I can't play with my yeah. toy that's paid for right now. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, based on how the toy sections are at Walmart these days, 
which Walmart is still the biggest toy seller. I don't know that many people are going to the stores and buying toys anymore. Yeah, I feel like it's all Amazon. I know. Like I, I know, and I also know that Southern California is a completely different beast. But every time Carl and I go to the mall and it's popping, I'm like an old man, and I'm like, oh, warms my heart to see all these people in the mall. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not crowded. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, if you go to a mall in Jersey, like eighty percent of the stores are boarded up with fucking plywood. The the closest mall here to me here in Quakertown, Montgomeryville Mall. Montgomery. Almost one of the entire halves of the upstairs is completely empty. Did you guys see that thumbs up that showed up on Shuddy Boy screen? Montgomery. No. There was a thumbs up bubble on your screen. Like like around here ish on mine. It was like a little bubble with a thumb thumb up emoji. That was really weird. Did you give him? Jeff has one now. I just hit the the reactions. Wait, what? You don't see that in the There's top a reactions left? bar. At the no, bottom no, of I, I saw it on Jeff's, but I didn't know that there was a. Oh, I have a heart now. Uh, Look at that. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, eggplant! Great. Now I don't know how to get rid of this fucking thing. Well, whatever. Oh, we just we just ruined the whole audio form of the podcast. This is going to set us back an hour. <laughs> I'm sure this is fascinating for people listening. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know when I when I see when I go to Target and stuff. Target's got a decent toy section, and that, there always seems to be a decent amount of people buying shit there. Uh. Our Target has not shrunk their toy section, uh, but Walmart is like three aisles now. It's like the boy toys, the girl toys, and then the little kid toys, and that's all the the aisles there are. That's heartbreaking. Whereas, whereas Target has like three aisles of each. I mean, the I know it's, it's got to be for for kids from a kid's perspective – it must be nice to just see the toy you want in stock, buy it, and then it shows up at your door the next day or in a couple of days. But like, I don't know. Does that really come? Like, I just the as a kid, the feeling of being in a Toys R Us surrounded by toys, toys panorama, was just a magical feeling. Even if they were toys, I didn't want to play with. I just like being surrounded by toys. But they don't know how that feels, anyways. So they don't have nothing to base it off of, right? That's true. Like they just kind of, I don't know, like grow up understanding like fucking buying things on the internet. It would seem. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not nearly into toys as you were, are, and, um, ever really. But I, I mean, I still used to love going to the toy store when I was in the mall. Of course, I mean, shit, not, when I was a kid. I've definitely outgrown toys. Yeah, yeah. Shuddy thinks they're fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. Shuddy hasn't bought a Heat Man toy in like two days. <laughs> Listen. The new record. So, no. so wait, why hold on. This is a good point though, Shuddy. Why why don't you go to like a toy con like Shuddy does then if you like toys so much? Um or like Shuddy has. I mean, I don't I don't keep an eye on conventions as as thoroughly as I should. 
I've and I've been to toy flea markets and stuff, but it's I don't know, it's not the same when it's like someone else's dusty ass toys that are all opened and someone else's ball cheese are all over them and you know, Cheeto dust what? and shit. Why do you think that somebody like that the vendors are rubbing their balls all over? Well, no, they like. Toys they're yeah, but how do you play with your toys? Well, they they like itch their nuts and then they play with the toys. You know, and then just through transference, there's dick cheese on them. Your your brain is just a scary, scary place. Some dots you connect. I, I don't understand how you get. From point A to point B. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, yeah. Shuddy, I, I know I can't bro down with Jeff like this, but when you were a kid <laughs> and someone else had, like, a Ninja Turtle toy that you wanted, like, it was cool playing with their Ninja Turtle, but it was nothing compared to it as when, like, your mom found it at Toys R Us and you got your own. That's true. That That's, that's true, but like, that's, especially a you, you know, that's a different scenario than... I don't want to go buy toys at a toy convention because it's got other people's ball cheese all over it. I'm just saying it's not like the same. That's, <laughs> it doesn't. That's like I, it's got to be like methadone for heroin addicts. Like, yeah, this will this will hold me over, but I need that fucking good Toys R Us shit directly. I, in my I disagree, beans. though. I I mean, when I go to the toy conventions, it, I get that same kind of feeling. Yeah, because you're but the one who's rushed. You're the one who's putting the ball cheese and boogers on everything. You're fucking. Oh. I, I'm doing it at their stand. I'm like rubbing my, yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's $20 off, right? Now oh. that it's got, hey, there's somebody's ball cheese on this. Uh, that's $20 off. This beast man's got some booger snot. I'll crush it up on the head. I don't know who put that there, but I want a discount. <laughs> yes. well, how, how many, how many toys in the toy con, Shuddy, are in the plastic? Generally, not many that I purchase because they're, significantly more expensive usually and i i pretty much open everything so i don't mind if it doesn't have the plastic yeah you're not gonna be stopped from playing with your toys i don't know man if it's out of the box you never know what happened to that thing someone could have fucking nutted all over and then you (laughs) someone could have molested that toy yeah you took it home and gave it a smooch Well, how do you play with your toys, Kevin? Ball sweat and smooches? What is happening? Yeah. You didn't do that? You teabag your Cobra Commander and then give him a kiss on the head like, <laughs> I love you. Man. I don't yeah, know that I Jeff would even, Jeff even you, knows right? who Cobra Commander is. I do, I think. He's a bad guy in G.I. Joe. All right. Good job. Thanks. I had a. That's uh, really the only besides Joe. That's the only GI Joe. I think I, I know. Who's well, the GI Joe? Well, there, there, there is no Joe. Yeah, I learned that. Oh. I learned that the hard way when I was a kid, and I'm like, I, I was like three years into collecting GI Joes, and I was like, wait a second, I don't even have the OG one. I don't have GI Joe. And I like I put it on well, my my Christmas list that year, and my fucking <laughs> poor mom was going from like mall to mall, Toys R Us to Toys R Us for a figure that just did not exist. Like Arnold and Jingle all the way. I mean, I should say that. I believe the original. Yeah, the giant one. The giant ones were Joe, but when the ones the the small ones that we're familiar with that had the cartoon, there there was no just GI Joe. Yeah, it's a weird trick. Is another one. I don't know if it, when you were my age. Oh, well, 
I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but Shuddy, when we were kids. <laughs> when I was your age, so six months ago. All right. What are we what are we discussing? <laughs> did you did you like the, the Dick Tracy toys that came out with the movie? So I did. I only had a couple of them. I didn't see the Dick Tracy movie until it came out on for rental. So, Oh, see, I, I went and saw it and was disappointed by it in the theater. So it wasn't something that I, that was super, I was super into the figures were cool though. The bad they guys, were. they were really fucking cool. I don't know what it was, but the construction on them, like the details, the little shit they came with the, the stocky build of them. I was, all about Dick Tracy toys. And they I believe that there's a pretty decent resale market on them. Well, there was there weren't a lot of them. I don't know if they were popular. But well, maybe not. You know how on the back of the box shuddy it would always tell you which toys were available? I yeah. had every Dick Tracy toy except for the blank, the villain that doesn't have a mm-hmm. face. And there were weekends where my mom would drive me from like all these different toy stores and shit. Never found one. And then I Googled it as an adult and apparently they, I think they only came out in Canada or some shit, but they were listed on the back of the box. So like everybody I was friends with, and of course there was no internet. So there was no way of Googling to find out why is the blank like nowhere in stores. And yeah, they kind of, they kind of fucked everybody. You know, being a Dick, Dick so, Tracy completionist. So it looks like the back it was, had 14 figures on it. And you can buy a set of 11 in box for $219. Of Dick Tracy toys? The brow, mumbles, flat top, prune face, shoulders... Big Boy, Sam Ketchum, Dick Tracy, The Tramp, The Rodent, and Influence. Influence? I don't even fucking remember that. That might be, if I'm being honest, that might be... uh, I found some article about it, because I don't remember the official story. But um, apparently the the blank, the Dick Tracy toy, is still regarded as one of like the rarest action figures on the planet. And people still charge thousands of dollars for it online. But this fucking... I hate when you're looking for a very simple answer and it's like, here's uh, the war and peace equivalent of the story behind this. It's like, God damn it, I want one fucking sentence. Oh, that's a good idea for a wet website. Anytime you Google something, you get a clear and concise answer rather than some stupid fucking 19-page BuzzFeed article. Like Cliff Notes of Wikipedia? Kind of. Well, whatever. Yeah, we can workshop that idea. My um, The action figures I played with growing up were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, WWF wrestling and then Barbie and then um, I think some X-Men I, I, I'm probably X-Men I, I fucked with the X-Men as a kid 
Yeah, X-Men had, had some cool toys around the time that cartoon was out. Yeah. Did, um, fuck, I just had something pop into my head for a brief moment and then fly away. Was it toy related? It was toy related. Ah, whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? We talked about toys enough. Jeff, did you have something to say earlier that was not related to toys? Uh, I don't remember what it was at this point. I think I, I think I think we already discussed it. It was the gambling thing that we talked about in the Easter egg. Think, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe something will spring loose. I had a pretty fun weekend, though. Got to hang out with you and uh, Carl a couple nights. Yeah, that was that was, that was a rare, a rare double double hang weekend. I know. I never leave Long Beach or my couch, so it's good to finally get out. I spent probably a little too much money uh, the first night in North Hollywood. Spent yeah, like one hundred and eighty bucks at that bar. I mean, you went pretty hard. Like, yeah. The, they had these things called the buddy systems where you could order like a beer and a shot to back it. And it was, I don't know. I, I think it was cheaper than buying them a la carte. So I just kept doing the uh, Mexican ones, the the Mexican lager with the well tequila. That's a young there, man's game. So, that is yeah, a young that man's is, game. That used to be the thing in Philly when we would go party there. Uh, before I got, before I was not much of a drinker and only needed a uh, one daiquiri and I was good, would be the Philly wide, which would be a PBR pounder and either a shot of Jack or a shot of Jaeger. PBR pounder, yeah, nice for five bucks. And I mean, inflation eventually it went to from being name brand booze to being well booze, and I think. The last time I had one, it ended up being a PBR pounder and a shot of Bankers Club whiskey, and that was when I was like, "Um, nope, that I'm, I am, I am out of this. That's no more, no more." It was at least double the price. No, it was still like it was like six bucks, but it was like, I mean, that was years ago. I haven't even attempted some. Oh, uh, you know, I made Draven do something like that not that long ago. Uh, no, he hates it was, Draven. <laughs> I panicked because I tried to order SoCo and Lime shots, and the bar's like, we don't have SoCo. So I was like, all right, just shots of Jack Daniels. Uh, the, just shots of lemon, uh, <laughs> lemon, lemon juice. Uh, yeah, I'll just have a or lemon lime juice. I'll just have a lemon party. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we had the, the you can't get anything like that in LA for six dollars. No, you can't even pay the bartender six dollars to pour that spill mat into your mouth. Oh, hell no! But yeah, we no. went to we had the the John Cooper rap party this weekend, and Jeff no. was initially off the guest list. But since Cheech worked as a PA on the movie, he brought Jeff as his plus one, yeah, so, and loop. It was so awkward that I was there because there was no one else at the bar. It was just the rap party, and there was no way I could have just blended in. Oh, wait. That was the opposite of what actually happened. What do you mean? Guest list. There was, the bar was fucking full. 
But yeah, that I mean, I I was very surprised to see you doing those buddy systems. I was like, holy shit! Well, I I wanted to go and just hang out, get a burger, and 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 designate drive for Cheech because you know it was it was more his thing. Obviously, he was on set; he knew the people there, and he doesn't drink very much. So I was hoping that this past Friday would be a night that he got hard in the paint, but he just didn't want to, and and he had to work next morning at 6 a.m. So after trying you to push him a little bit, get... I was just like, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get hammered then. I don't, I don't care then. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna be the one day. <laughs> you want to see Cheech dan- dancing up on some girls again? Oh, yeah. Cheech drunk is awesome as long as he holds it in. Um, <laughs> so I was I was planning on, on designated driving for him, but he wasn't going to drunk get drunk, and I kind of want – I really wanted to, so – and, yeah, uh, I wanted to get more drunk, but I ended up just talking too much and forgetting to drink. Yeah, and you're drinking those fucking ciders. I mean, are those potent? I've never had a cider, actually. So before I talk really? shit, I guess I got to learn some more about it. Oh, ciders are fucking awesome. I love ciders. Fair enough. But I don't know. I don't know about their potency. I'm sure they're not super strong. Let's see. Alcohol content in a cider. I'm send you to a long ass BuzzFeed article. Ah, it's gonna depend four, on four point five to seven percent. That's like their average. So kind of similar it's like a, to beer. Four point five is like a Bud Light, M- Miller Light, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I only had four or five of them, and I was still hungover the next day. Fucking bullshit. You're a lightweight. Woke up. Everyone knows that. Smoked some weed, took some Tylenol, drank a shitload of water, still had a headache all day. You came back. When we left the bar, you and Cheech gave me and Carl a ride home and then came in and smoked some weed. Uh, do you remember that at all? No. I. I <laughs> from my, my impression is that I stayed awake on your couch for maybe 30 seconds. You never fell asleep Gio. on the couch. Oh, I thought I passed out in your car. I thought you said I, I passed out with uh, Carl's dog. I don't think you passed out. You were hanging, but you 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 were definitely very low energy. You're like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it is good to see you, little mama. Wait a second, you're not little mama. <laughs> you're an imposter, bobbly bobbly blabble flabble. Yeah, we gave you a lift home to smoke some pot. And I kind of remember smoking pot. I don't remember the drive home, though, at all. I was really banged up. Yeah, you you definitely looked it. I don't I don't understand how, because, like, I don't know, I've become such a biatch. But I feel, feel like even in my my harder days, if I got wasted, like, if I had five shots and five beers, if I smoked weed... I was, I, the room would be spinning. I would be barfing and that would be that. Did you, did you barf at all? Cause you didn't, you held it together at the bar and at my place. Uh, I puked when I got home, but <laughs> it wasn't like a long puke session. It was just a couple of vomits and I passed out with a trash can next to me and that didn't have any puke in it. I actually thought when I got home and I puked the first time, I was like, oh no, I'm in for a rough one here, but. But the hangover was vicious. Um, 
but we, you know, obviously still went to Dustin's the, the night after and uh, Dustin's stand up the night after did some, some booze in there. So I was all right. I rallied, but rough morning. And, and I, and I definitely booted at home. Yeah. I mean, I, the way I was feeling after fucking four beers, I was like, Oh, Jeff's got to have a, a rough Saturday ahead of him. I didn't do shit, dude. Just chilled and watched football all day until the, the stand-up show. How was Carl? I felt like Carl wasn't that drunk. No, but she she had about four or five cocktails. So she was... It was definitely enough for her to be hungover as well the next day. But, you know, a little wake and bake. The, uh... Ate some edibles on the way to Dustin's, Dustin's show. You you both did? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was just gonna say me and Carl were at the uncool table while everyone at the uh from the second coming of John Cooper just hung out and congregated. So at least I had uh Carl to hang out with. Well I think they were trying to get away from me because initially we were all sitting at one table. Then too many people showed up and there was a second table, and then out of nowhere it was just you, me, Cheech, and Carl for a while, and I was like, Oh shit, where'd everybody go? And I saw another table. I was like, "All right, I'll be back in a second. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go chat with these guys a little bit." Went over there, started chatting with them. Saw you guys still staying at the other table. So I was like, "Hey guys, come over, come over." And then everybody got up and moved to like a bar. I was like, "I wonder if it's just I'm the the old fart of the group because everybody is so much younger." And it's like, "Oh man, the yeah. fucking got to get away from the teacher." A bunch of younger looking kids. No, how about when you're when um more of the people showed up in your crew or uh second comment of John Cooper, I confiscated a couple of the tables next to us and no one sat at the table and it was just me and Carl with like three tables. Like a three table like spread. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's me. Everywhere I went, everybody just picked up their shit and vacated. You're the stinky kid? Yeah. It's too bad. Everyone seemed to like you, though, and said you did a good job on set and it was a very chill shoot. Uh, maybe you just are too old. It's, it, it's yeah. that simple. It was it was good seeing everybody. It's, it's crazy to think that two weeks have gone by already. Since the shoot? Yeah. I mean, now a little yeah. bit longer, but still, it's just like... It it does feel like it was a while ago, but it wasn't. Does it feel like the experience flew by too, or was that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was like I, I, think, I blinked, know? and then that's that. It's over. I was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe how fucking quick that went." I mean, it is a quick shoot to shoot um, a hundred page script in thirteen days. Is that is that is quite the brisk pace. Yeah. And financially speaking, it did have to go by in a blink. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it all worked out. Do you keep up with a lot of the guys or girls from set? Um, I mean. You and the, the assistant director had like a, a bromance going. Carl pointed that out. Oh, yeah. Well, it was I, I've been I've been in contact with people. I don't know because I'm also one of those people that I, I just. I'm always under the assumption that no one wants to fucking talk to me. So if I were to text somebody from the crew with something that wasn't work related, they'd be like, uh, this fucking weird old guy is like 
trying to bro down with me or something. What the hell do I do? Hey, what's up? Can I block this guy? Yeah, 2 a.m. I'm texting like the the DIT. Hey, you up? Hey, you guys want to play Fortnite? <laughs> hey, you want to come over and play Mario Kart and smoke weed? Uh, I think Kevin is trying to fuck me. <laughs> is this how guys in their 40s spit game? Do you want to come? Do you want Mario Kart and chill? Yeah, yeah, one thing leads to another during Mario Kart. <laughs> yep, one blow shell, one one blue shell, and then it's a blow shell. <laughs> Mario and Waluigi are 69ing on the couch. But it was a fun bar. It was. So, uh, what was it called? Hour it was called? Yeah. It's like a big... I, I, I wanted to bring Little Mama because I saw on Yelp that they, uh, they allowed dogs. I only saw... I did actually see one or two dogs when I was there, but... Little mama wouldn't be able to hold up there. Did you really want to bring little mama oh, yeah. to the bar? Really? Of course. I mean, then you have to like keep track of her and keep your eye on her. Like, who wants that responsibility? It's like bringing your baby to a bar. Not really. She's not going to cry. She's also not going to bark. She's the fucking chillest dog ever. I brought her to a couple bars. And there's like a. 75% chance that it'll get a woman to talk to Jeff unprovoked. There's a bit of that, but it's also just like a vibe improver. Like I bet you people would be more willing to hang out at your table. If there was a dog there, if there was little mama, she had her own chair. Not if they're allergic to dogs. Yeah, of course. Sure. Did you guys? You grew up with the do- with dogs, right? Like, did you have dogs growing up, or did your mom get them when you got older? No, those dogs were when I was older. They got Charlie when I was in high school, so I was like already in boarding school. We had one dog when I was in like middle school, I think, because we moved to these. My mom and I moved to these like affordable housing units near Montville when I went to public school and they were like real strict about no pets, no dogs, no cats. And then we just kept seeing everybody, everybody was walking around the development with dogs. And we're like, wow, does, do they change the rules or do they not enforce them? Does everybody just not give a fuck? So we literally just saw like dozens and dozens of people walking their dogs at all times. You're like, well, fuck it. Apparently they don't care got a dog and then two years later that was when they cracked down and we had to give him away oh no yeah it was like how badly did that hurt oh it was brutal and we gave the dog to my friend gina and her dad became like obsessed with him of course dogs are awesome yeah because i we had i've had dogs my entire or had at least a dog for my entire life and also have a cousin who was allergic to dogs, quote unquote, growing up. Uh, so if they were coming over, like it was this whole big, like two day ordeal. Vacuuming like with onions, vacuuming the entire <laughs> every nook and cranny of the house uh, so they could be there. And he has dogs as an adult, so he's either outgrown his allergy or it was not as bad as my aunt led everyone to believe. Man, I was so cool with this cousin. 
so give him a new and and throw in his face no so him and i were never really cool oh you got a dog huh like we got along just fine but we're the closest in age out of anybody in my family we're only six months apart so there was a lot of competition between us who could be the most allergic to dogs Uh, what did you guys compete would, over? I would say that it was our parents competing to make sure we one of us got the most attention from my grandmother and family. Weird. Did you ever bring your dogs to like the mall or the movies or the supermarket or the bar? I have brought. MJ to Lowe's a couple of times. Would you ever bring MJ to a bar? Yeah. Yeah, but the question, would you be weirded out if I brought little mama or like embarrassed? I would think it was weird. Okay. Yeah, I picked up on that vibe. So I left her at home and I told her now she's pissed at you. I thought you were kidding, which is why I I responded with a jokey text. Uh, I thought it was a passive aggressive text. Like my, my issue, my thought on not bringing her is exactly what you said. The responsibility, like she's not, she's, I mean, she's older now, so maybe it would work, but like I brought her to friends houses that we were just hanging out in the backyard drinking beer, but they didn't have a fenced yard. So she had to stay on leash next to me. And it was a nightmare. Yeah. I don't know why you would want to bring a dog. Like I was annoyed that I brought a, a jacket to the bar. Like, I don't want to fucking keep track of this thing. So if, if the doll, if she was the type of dog that could just be con- perfectly content laying at my feet, then absolutely. But she's not, she doesn't have the, temperament of that kind of dog and it was like crowded you got to make sure people don't fucking step on her or something i would have taken her off the leash like little mom and just go go do a lap and miles miles bring me bitches miles lives his life strictly by a no new friends policy so he's not i like that policy the type for it and parker is just too rambunctious some on the leash Little mama will literally be friends with everyone. She doesn't care. Yeah, I can't. I don't understand people that just like can't be without their dogs and bring them to the supermarket and stuff. I was trying to find something in the aisle once, and this lady's dog took a shit right next to me. <laughs> what is that studio? Is that the Rolfson Studio City? Yeah, I was like, what the That's... fuck? That's and how did crowd. she? And how did she react? What she did she do? She started freaking out. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, damn it. And then she was like going through her purse trying to get a shit bag to pick it up with. It's like, what the fuck Okay, is I mean, at least she reacted appropriately and wasn't just Dude, like, if she bounced, that would have been awesome. But still, like, like all right, let's go. it's let's an go. animal taking a shit in a food store. It's a dog. It's, it's an animal. Come on. I fucking love dogs. I love animals. But like. It's just, it just doesn't like it. sound like it. It's just I don't know. It's uh, maybe it's because 
growing up in Jersey, people just left their dogs at home and it was it is a Jersey thing, isn't it? You pieces it, of shit. It must be. I don't know if it's like a Jersey I, thing I, or an age thing, but like nobody. An, I think it's an age thing. No one I, brought I their fucking dogs an... to work. It, it's like, I don't know. When I see an adult bringing their dog into a public area, it's it just, I don't know. It's like a it's like an adult holding a teddy bear. They've Jesus become analogs for children, not stuffed animals. You What? They've become... A substitute for children. Nah, I still see, I still see a grown human in their PJ sucking their thumb, holding their blankie. I don't know. I know people are. I know everybody's gonna get mad at me for it, but I just don't. I just don't like. Just like that, what happened to that lady? You want you want your dog? Well, you to say you like dogs. To somebody? I do, but like, it's just mm, weird. Do you to, though? Yeah. I mean, they improve the environment and the, the, the atmosphere. I mean, I like porn, too, but it would be really weird if two people just started fucking in the cereal aisle. That is not even comparable. Those are two right, very they're different two, things. They're two things that I like. Yeah, but that doesn't make them equivalent. That's a false equivalent. That's not. How so? Two people fucking in a cereal aisle is not even remotely close to somebody being don't. in the grocery store with a dog. Shuddy, don't let him drag you into the gutter. Hey, don't let, don't fall, don't fall for his his tricks. They're both things that are awesome, but better left at home. I mean, there are porn theaters. Yeah, and there are dog parks. All right, so there are some public places you can take a dog. Yeah. I mean, they don't have like whole, they have Yelp, like sections in Yelp or in like the featured spot on a Yelp page says dogs allowed or dogs not allowed. They don't have anything that says porn allowed, porn not allowed. It's just assume you're not going to watch porn publicly. I mean, is this a regional thing to like people listening to this show in like middle America? When you go to the grocery store, are there fucking dogs all over the place? There are dogs in your movie theaters. It's maybe it's regional in my sense. I mean, it's always nice out. Like I can, every store in my neighborhood allows the dog to come in. So I don't. To me, it's not a big deal. Like I'll give her treats. They all pretty much. She she's like known on the whole fucking block. Yeah, probably because you're walking around knocking on everybody's door, shoving little mama in their face. Oh, don't you like little mama? All right, you said yeah. yes. I'm telling everybody. Yeah, yeah, Kevin. I'm the only person bringing dogs into the coffee shop or in the bar and all that. I'm the only person. No, there's no, there's no other dogs there. You and all the other pumpkin spice Karens. Uh-huh. For the entire history of Mad Scientist Party Hour, this is a stance Kevin has had. I know this has come up previously on old episodes where Kevin was. Where he hates pets. Grump- grumpy old man saying how much he hates dogs and doesn't want to see them when he's out enjoying his food at a restaurant. It is. Yeah. It is a little weird. I mean, a nice restaurant is a different, that's a different, that's a different thing. I really, I I guess any restaurant, I'll listen to that. Right. But if, I mean, outdoor eat, if you're sitting outside. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I don't, if your dog is well behaved, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not bringing. I'm not going to bring little mama mm-hmm. to Frank and Musos or whatever it's called. Muso and Frank, but you were <laughs> close. You were close, buddy. What is it, Frankenstein Muso? 
I want to bring her to Joe B's fucking Italian spot. <laughs> no, like, hey, Moza. She let. Li- she likes ravioli. Can you give her a, a meat ravioli? Do you have any doggy patty raviolis? <laughs> uh, man, I can't believe you, you're taking that stance. I'm just fucking Scrooge over here. It's just Fair weird. Enough. Ever, ever since it started up. started happening, it's just always weirded me out. When did it start? Like, when did you notice this as like a thing? When was the first time you got weirded out by it? When I moved to, to L.A. That was so it's like, kind of like, regional, nice, nice weather type thing. I don't know, or it could have just been that that it just like coincidentally coincided with the move when in 2011 when I moved to LA. That's when everybody just stopped leaving their dogs at home and started taking them everywhere. Well, I think you also lived in New York City, right? And that that's a lot less pet friendly. Like you don't want to fucking. It's hard to live in a fucking studio apartment with a, a cat or a dog. Like, that's not ideal for the cat or the dog. Yeah, beats me. Being in Philadelphia as much as I am, it is amazing how many people have large dogs in the city. It blows yeah. my mind. Well, either way, um, yeah. shout out to Dustin Ibarra. <laughs> yeah, how did how did how was his stand up special? Excellent. It was so fucking good. It, yeah, was, it was fucking sick. The venue was fun too. Yeah, Stand Up Comedy Club. That's just the name of it. It's just called the Stand Up Comedy Club in Bellflower. Yeah, it's in Bellflower. It's right next to this place called Steelcraft, uh, which is like an outdoor like public uh like there's a bunch of different restaurants and breweries there, so I actually showed up an hour earlier than Kevin and was just hanging out there with Cheech. We got a burrito, watched some of the game there. Had like an Oktoberfest thing. So I had some like dudes in Lederhosen's playing fucking music. But yeah, when cool I showed vibe. up, they were doing like a punk rock version of 99 Luft Balloons. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, interesting. Like, and they were all old and gray haired. But the like the guitarist was playing his guitar like he was in Pennywise. It was a very interesting sight to behold. But it was yeah, yeah that the the club was cool. Dustin's material was just insane. Like he was just so rapid fire. There was like no lulls in the set whatsoever. It was just And it was like, an hour. Uh like forty five minutes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't exactly time it, but it was fucking great. He's so goddamn talented. I can't wait for I that. I keep waiting him for him to come do shows out here on the East Coast. I don't know. Maybe this special will will get him some traction and he'll be hitting more cities because I, I, it blows my mind that he's not a household name. He's so fucking funny. Like You watch some of these specials that come out on the big streamers and you're just like, yeah, all right, that was decent. And Dustin is just a fucking crusher. So I yeah, I really hope if you can get this thing on Netflix, it could help his career a little bit. Oh my god, yeah. I feel like they're they're like the bastion for for stand up comedy. You know, Netflix. Like if he's coming with like a complete product and they don't have to put any money into it and just like accept it into their library, I feel like that's that's a like not an unreasonable goal. 
So this wasn't a special being filmed for somebody in particular. He was filmed. This was self filmed. Yeah. To shot to it, shot it to edit it and shop it around, try and sell it to a streamer. Yeah, I asked him after. I was like, "How long do you think it's going to take to get edited?" He's like, "I don't know, probably like a few months." I said, "What? Cut that shit in the weekend? What are you talking about? <laughs> a few yeah. months?" Jeff was like, "I'll fucking do it." What do you yeah. mean a couple months? No way, no way. It was so funny, There's Jeff. No way. Jeff like arguing with Dustin Ibarra about how long it takes to edit a stand-up special. It, it wasn't an argument. He didn't really like <laughs> fight back. It was just like, what? A few months? You don't have to add. Like, I know like exactly it's... how the conversation. I can picture exactly how the, the conversation <laughs> went. <laughs> but it's not like John Cooper where you need to like add or like whatever a movie where you need to add special effects or um you're filming things like out of chronological order and you got to mash it together you know you're like looking at a script and making sure it matches up with the script like it's you know here's his act just take the best camera shot from the three different camera lenses that you have options with. Like make sure the sounds you look at, you're laughing. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Kevin. It's not that I'm not, no, top I'm, of an edit. You are, you are making good points. It's just so funny to me. It was just, I don't know. It was just one of those moments. Like I'm watching Jeff tell Dustin he's wrong about his special. And this is so awesome. <laughs> I was just saying like, if the editor is telling you a few months, you should be like, well, fuck that. Like, how about a week? I'm just saying, like, maybe I was trying to help him out with the negotiation or, or the uh, the expectation. Like, if I, knowing what I know about video editing, I would expect that to be done in, in seriously a weekend. Oh, you, you gotta, you gotta tell those motherfuckers to do it faster. <laughs> for sure dude you're trying to get on netflix time is money baby i want to i want to be on there by christmas time i mean this could be a thing that you know helps myself and dustin because at the rap party i was talking to some of the producers about you know the you know the the future what's coming up next like the the editors have the hard drives so they're going to get cracking on that in a couple of weeks they'll be a first first edit, a first cut that, you know, we'll have to watch, give notes and fine tune it and get it exactly where it needs to be. But uh you're you're right. I think a comedy special, I think it will be done quicker than a few months. I was just um making fun of you. But here's a, here's fair. something I I, th- I think I told you guys about, but I haven't told this story publicly yet. So remember how I was saying that, you know, everybody was like, all right, you're done with the movie. Now what? And I'm like, well, you know, the the editor is out of town on another project. And then when that guy's back, our producer is out of town for a couple of days that overlap. But then they're going to get the, the, the hard drives over. And I was like, well, if it gets us a couple of days ahead of the curve, like I'm I'm chomping at the bits. Like I want this. I want to get this done as soon as we possibly can. And if it's a matter of getting it done to two days earlier, fuck. Yeah. What do I have to do? Like if it's just a matter of driving to someone's house, picking something up and driving it to someone else's house, I'll do that to save a few days. But 
they kept being like, no, you know, and it's okay. You'll, we'll be fine. You know, maybe I can go and pick them up. You don't have to worry yourself with it. So I got a call last week saying, all right, so don't have a heart attack. Because <laughs> everything is fine. But I have to come clean about something. But we lost all the hard drives. They were like, the, uh, the editor was not out of town. On day nine of the shoot, both hard drives crashed. And these are like $2,000 hard drives each. And what they do is when, you know, when you're shooting on digital, the memory cards fill up really quickly because you have to shoot it in the highest picture quality possible. It fills these cards up like crazy. They give it to the DIT. He dumps it into the hard drive, wipes the card, gives it back, and they reload it. And on day nine, the DIT went to the production trailer and was like, we have a big fucking problem. And they're like, wait, what? It's like the hard drive crashed. So I went to the backup and that one crashed. And they were like, yep, that is a huge fucking problem. So day nine of a 13 day shoot, that was, I think Monday. And I'm assuming you didn't know any of this. No, I didn't know about it until late last week when they called me and told me. Okay. You would have flipped your fucking shit. Yeah. I wouldn't have slept. As like every day on set when we're about to shoot and be like, all right, well, here we are shooting day 10 and one through nine is wiped. So what's the point? What are we doing here? Like it definitely would have taken me out of the game. It would have fucked me up. I'm talking zero sleep. My neurotic brain would have been thinking of nothing but that. And they were like, look, we didn't tell you because you don't work in data recovery. Like you knowing that information wouldn't have helped you at all. It just would have stressed you out. And if you want to flip out on me, if you want to be pissed off, you're a hundred percent within your right. But we just, we just made a call to try and not put that on your shoulders. And I was like, nah, you know what? You made the right call. That would have fucked me up. (laughs) And you're right. Yeah, me having that information, there's no benefit to it. I couldn't have helped. Uh, so they. they I mean, I guess. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish your, what you were saying. Well, they they rushed it over to a data recovery place, and they called them like a couple days later or a couple days ago last week, and they were like, "All right, we were able to successfully recover everything. So everything is fine." But it was just like. Because that that was in my head this whole time because I'm always looking for ways that I'm going to get fucked. It's like the whole time we're shooting, it's like, all right, well, all right, who's going to get COVID? Are we going to get shut down? Is this lady going <laughs> to – this fucking psychopath who lives next door and owns the place we're shooting at, is she going to like void our contract and kick us out? Like the entire budget, there was no room, wiggle room for fuck-ups. There's no wiggle room for reshoots. There's for nothing like that. So – we had to nail this in the allotted time. And that, that was in the back of my head the whole time. I was just like, yeah, but even if everything goes right, like everything is on these hard drives. So if they're in someone's car and they get in an accident and the hard drive goes through the window or something, or if someone's apartment floods or if it catches on fire, or, like everything being in two little boxes is fucking terrifying, especially because I'm a human EMP. Everything technological around me just gets fried. 
And then it so, ended up being like a real fucking thing that happened. Both of these $2,000 hard drives crashed on the same day. Yeah. To their point, though, if they told you, you would have brought nothing to the table on fixing it. And I don't think, like, I, I never heard of a data recovery, like a whole data recovery business. Did you know that? Would you have known that was an option at the time, or would you yeah. be like, "Oh, we're fucked. It's over." Game's no, over. I would have. I would have known, but I've been like, "I know what's going to happen with my luck." They're going to be like, "Ah, we tried, but everything's lost." Okay. All right. Uh, that's going to be my question. What would they have done this far into it with you not knowing if that had happened? So I did ask that. And I think what would have happened is since, you don't want to know. Since we you don't had, want to know. Since we had insurance, I think that like equipment malfunction would have probably refunded. Reimburse you. Yeah. Gotcha. But then again, so then, you then it's like the movie would not have happened. Cause like everybody that did their job still had to get paid. And I know I got like the the money would have gotten reimbursed but it's like would have taken a while too and you would have been cash strapped probably yeah it would have taken a while and then if we were to just reshoot again it was hard enough getting everybody's schedules to line up for that two and a half weeks because like people have other acting gigs you know dustin Mm -hmm. is on the road a lot doing stand-up and it's like to to have everything line up perfectly like that it was it was tough so doing it again, getting, you know, the same crew back together, getting the same locations, reshooting all that stuff would have been a fucking nightmare. It was it was tough. Like it was a very fun, rewarding process, but it's hard fucking work. And not only that, but you also need a bit of good luck, which shockingly delivered in places where we needed it. So, I mean, get it, that that would be like, you know, if if we did a We've done podcasts before where like we got to the end and there was like an error message on the recorder and it's like, you always handle that. Well, Oh yeah. (laughs) That always goes (laughs) whenever we have a technical hiccup, there is never any concern for the job. It just takes, takes it right in stride. Yeah. But, and imagine if that one episode had a six figure budget attached to it and we're like, (laughs) Oh my God, we have to yeah. redo that. In that case, you might lose your cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, so. uh, that Queefer, uh, what was it? Supermarket Queefs or was it the first Queefer No Queef that we had the issues? Well, oh no, the last Crafter Jeff. It was the last episode of Crafter Jeff. Oh yeah, season. it was a Crafter Jeff that had, an, had a fucking. It was error. the finale. <laughs> yeah. Kevin was fucking heated. Where Jeff and I were having side conversations during the week that were kind of like, did Kevin really <laughs> kill the show? Is this like what are what are we do we think we're still recording on Monday? Oh no, that was that was a completely different thing. That was all the equipment shit out. I'm talking about where we no. do an episode and then when I go to hit stop right. record and it's there's an error message. So what I'm saying what I'm saying, yeah, just with general Tech difficulties, they always go smoothly no matter what they are. I guess the, we're beating around the bush here. The, the, the core of the joke is I think tech difficulties 
piss you off more than anything in the world. Is that fair? Yeah. Because they just and- happen so fucking much. It's like, why? Is anybody else's seat doing this? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and they probably would have loved it had you run shit around for them and they didn't have to do it if it had existed at the time. Huh? Yeah. Like you were willing to run things between the editors and wherever it needed to go. Oh yeah. But they didn't yeah. have it. <laughs> they, yeah. The reason they didn't want your help was there was hurt. There was nothing for you to move around. Well, exactly. Guys, we're just driving, we're just driving eight and nine. I'll take it to the editor. Well, uh, it's in the data recovery shop. Actually. I even said, I was like, if, if I ever get to make another movie, uh, we're putting it in the budget that there's going to be a cloud backup. I know it's going to be really fucking time consuming and that might include maybe getting a third hard drive, but I was like, I would rather have that and have the peace of mind than like 100% of the movies that I've worked on, the hard drives have crashed. <laughs> what the fuck? Was the experience I mean, like inspiring in the sense that you... you- like it motivates you to want to do more movies. Oh yeah, I definitely want to make more movies. Like it's not at the first semester of college. You're like, you know what? Fuck this major. I'm out. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was talking to somebody at the rap party, and they were like, "So, first time filmmaker, how do you feel afterwards? Would you make another one?" And I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" And he was like, "Oh cool, yeah." Like I feel like a lot of times people make their first movie. And when they come out of the other side of it, they're like, I am never doing that again. That was so stressful. That was so exhausting. That took like seven years off my life. Like never again. Yeah. A lot of people probably respond no to that question. Like, nah, it's, you know, nah, that's not, that's not how I want to spend my life. It's a fucking ass kicker for sure. Because, I mean, you got to put a lot of work into it. And at this point, you don't know if you're going to ever make money doing it. So like, if you don't love it, then. You're in the wrong spot. Yep. But yeah. Uh, yeah. That, so that's that. Um, How many Dustiny Barra stand-up special picks are we going to suck? I'm sucking five. That was a five-dicker. No, yeah. Dude, he shouted us out at the end, the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, yeah. And like the, the room like clapped, and I didn't even know what to do, so I just like waved. I was like, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I was expecting Jeff to stand up and do the bow thing where he's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just then, get up and take take the mic from his opener. Yeah, Sorry, so, I'm gonna do a little uh, crowd work. A pig walks into a bar. <laughs> uh, Stop man, me if you've heard this weekend, one before. Though. The aristocrats. <laughs> Yeah, and then I rounded things out with uh, going on Doug Loves Movies yesterday. You were on DLM. Yeah. Hey, I had some of the story spoiled for me, Shuddy, so. Yeah, you were already taking shots at me. So you get, to, you get to experience it now. How was how okay. was Doug Loves Movies? I heard you made us look like bitches. It's still, it's still. It's still it's raw. still hurts. What happened? So, for all of October, it's always Doug loves scary movies. And right. As a Which horror movie junkie, thing. I don't know if I've yeah, ever. I don't know if I've ever been on Doug loves movies during October before. 
I don't know for sure. There's a chance, but like, you know, I listen and I'm like, oh God, please, dog, text me and ask me to come on. I want to fucking do some horror movie trivia. And I get on and the two guests are not horror movie fans. So I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, my plan was, so if you win the games on Doug Loves Movies, the prize is he invites you back. So if you go on a streak, you just keep getting invited back. And I, in my head, I was like, and this was obviously a joke, but I was like, I'm just going to fucking crush these games for the next four months, and I will still <laughs> be guessing when John Cooper comes out, and then I can finally promote it. And I was like, okay, it was um, Paget Brewster and okay. Gabe Malika. And Gabe, right out the bat, when Doug was like, all right, everybody recommend a horror movie. He was like, oh, I don't even have a horror movie to recommend. Like, that's how little he, he gives a shit about horror movies. And I was like, ooh, Kevin, you got Does he know other bag. movies, though? I don't know, because it was all horror movie-centered. Okay. But... Yeah, I, uh, the game was regarding Scream Queens. And I was like, oh, it's in the bag. It's in the fucking bag. <laughs> this is like when there's a whole Jeopardy category, 1990 sports. I'm just like, oh, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so this was like my 90 sports. I was like, oh, my God. So in my head, I'm making a list. But then he hit hit us with the curveball that it's based on an article from a website. I don't even want to shout these motherfuckers out. I'm so goddamn you don't even disgusted. Read. Disgusted with these fucks. And I was like, I even said it on the show. I was like, all right, if it's a post by a blogger, there's going to be a couple heavy hitters. There's going to be probably a deep cut. And then there's going to be the ones that it's going to piss everybody off so they complain about it on the internet and get it free publicity and free clicks. And I uh, I played it wrong. <laughs> like he Doug immediately took Jamie Lee Curtis off the board. He was like she was number 1. So obviously that's everybody's first guess is Jamie Lee Curtis. So Scream Queen Do you remember any of the questions? Yeah, it was name Scream Queens other than Jamie Lee Curtis. That was it. You just had to match with the list, and the higher they are were on the list were the more points you got. And it was like three three turns of guessing, so you only got three turns. And two of my guesses weren't even on the list. One of which... Which two? Barbara Crampton, which if you're a horror movie nerd... And you're talking Scream Queens. You cannot leave her off the list. Like, she's been in more horror movies than Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm trying to think of a Scream Queen. Does Nev Campbell, does she count? Yeah, and she was my second guest because Gabe guessed someone else from from Scream. Oh, no, wait. Did he guess Sarah Michelle Gellar? Oh, no, 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 no. He, he, he guessed Drew Barrymore. Cause she was in Scream, and I was so like, she, right, well, "She's the first one to die." Yeah, in the first oh, one, I got one more. How about Jennifer Love Hewitt? Was she on there? 
She was my third guess because after oh after Barbara Crampton wasn't on the list, I'm like, okay, so this this list clearly has no merit. So why would I bother <laughs> naming anything that makes sense? So I was just like, okay, if Sarah Michelle Geller was on the list because she was in, like Nev Campbell was number one, so I got nine points. I was like, all right, I'm in the lead. I just need to get one more correct answer just for some bonus points so no one can catch me. And I got, got letterbox deed. I got caught because he guessed Sarah Michelle Geller and Anya Taylor Joy. He's considered a scream queen. I guess because she was in The Witch. Yeah. And that's um, the menu. Oh, and I guess she oh, was, I was, in, I was wondering that she was in split, but it's like, I don't know. That does not qualify. you as a scream. Queen. No, not at all. It uh, was that, just shameful. I wanted oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt is more <laughs> of a scream queen than <laughs> Anya Taylor joy. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was literally about to pull out my knife that I open Amazon packages with and perform Harakiri right on Doug loves movies. It was the most shameful moment of my life. How, how would one go about performing Har- Harukiri? Um, you stab yourself in the gut off to the side, and then you saw across your belly and spill your guts out. You do that to yourself, or that's what yes. people do no, to no. other... No, no. That's what samurais did to themselves when they were shamed. Yeah. Uh... And a lot of times they would have what's called a second. So once you cut across and your guts were spilled out, they would chop your head off. So it's just like, all right, he did his thing and the pain. So I would have done it without a second because Carl wasn't here. I was ready to just gut myself. <laughs> like I, I lost, I lost a fucking horror movie game on a movie podcast to a guy who couldn't name who couldn't recommend a horror movie. And I'm not, I'm not saying that like, Oh, this fucking guy. It's like, I'm mad at that list. Like how, how can you make a fucking scream queen list? And you Uh, don't, you have Sarah Michelle Gellar, but you don't have Jennifer Love Hewitt. You don't have Barbara Crampton. And then you have the Formiga sisters, Anya Taylor joy, the Formiga sisters and two people that have been in uh, American horror story. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it because bloggers don't do anything fucking seriously. They're and not. That's why Doug, and that's why Doug picked that list. Yeah. Because it was unconventional. And it wasn't going to be easy to, to figure out the formula. It's like Kevin was going to say when he was like, I'm not even mad about it. I'm not even trying to clown on the guy. I thought he was going to say, I'm just mad at myself. But he's like, no, I'm mad at the list. <laughs> I mean, there were okay. So Heather Langenkamp from Friday the Thirteenth. You can forget her. She was on it, and was she naked in that movie? No, I don't think so. Um, and <laughs> obviously that that was in my head. And also Danielle Harris, who was in a couple Halloween movies. That was my first. That when you said that, and that Jamie Lee Curtis was off the list. My first thought was Danielle Harris. If I had followed up my Nev Campbell guess with Daniel Harris, I would have won. But instead, I was trying to—I was trying to think. I'm like, okay, this is clearly not a serious article. 
So my my last guess went to Jenna Ortega because she was in mm. a, she's been in a couple screen movies. She was in X and she's Wednesday. And I was like, all right, if this is one of those things where they're just like, they're not making a real list here. Mm. They're not being serious. I was like, they're 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 obviously going to try and just be trendy and get someone who's hot right now, very popular, trending, and their name will show up in Google's. It's like it's got to be Jenna Ortega. No, she was not on the list either. So just I don't. I'm assuming this person wasn't on the list. But is does Mia Farrow count as a scream queen, or is that like was she in the era before those even existed? No, they existed, but I think. After the first round of guessing, Doug said it was more modern skewing. And I was like, all right. That that was kind of what led me towards guessing uh, Jenna Ortega. Otherwise, I would have gone with Daniel Harris and would have won. I, now that Who you played the doll Megan? <laughs> I, am, I am very mad at myself, too. Because I should have I should have just guessed Daniel Harris. I should have kept it real, and I didn't. I fucking betrayed myself, chasing points. Not only did you betray yourself, you let Jeff and I down. I know, and it kills me. Just think of how we could be bigger than Joe Rogan today if you had won that yesterday. Don't worry. Yeah, I went, you'd be on the next DLM. I went straight to Ralph's, and I bought a nerd's rope, and I self-flagulated myself. You just were sitting there eating a whole stick of butter. Yeah, I I knelt down. I knelt down on Legos. I whipped myself with a nerd rope, and then I I, da Vinci code. I filleted uh, a stick of butter. Nice. Ah, uh, I am just. I'm so fucking disappointed in myself. I'm so fucking disappointed in myself. It ruined my whole. That's day. why he needs. That's why. I mean, I know I don't have the name recognition that you do, but that's why he needs to have a winner from the show on his show and not your whack ass. Well, it was a bitch ass list. So I'm sure your bitch ass would have won it. I mean, let's just remember that I am also smarter than you (laughs) as proven numerous times. So I would have done that is up for debate. And also, I don't know. There's no real intelligence required for horror movie trivia. True. Kevin, were you, Outwardly disappointed on the podcast? No. I did okay. I did express my disgust for the article. You should have thrown a water bottle into the fucking crowd. <laughs> no, he oh, was, was in his Zoom. own apartment. Oh, it was on Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he since since the pandemic he doesn't do I went and saw one of them with you. What, what was that? Wasn't that Franklin Theater or something? Yeah, UCB. UCB on Franklin, right? Yeah. Next to the Scientology spot. Yep. Yeah. Should have went. Should have went there after. Well, no, he does. He he does still do live shows, but he doesn't do them as frequently. He doesn't have a standing spot anymore, like he did pre-COVID. Understood. It's probably yeah. just a lot easier to get guests if he does it on Zoom. It doesn't have to be based on scheduling. They can do it from anywhere. Yeah. But I let us down. I besmirched the Puminati name. I made myself look like a real I'm not mad, Kevin, but I am disappointed. I forgive you. It's all good, man. 
I agree that it sounds like a bitch ass list. If it doesn't have Jennifer Love Hewitt, and come on, I don't, and, e- I don't even know who Barbara Prampton is. I have no idea who that is. I um, don't know who she is either. I've but I googled her, and while I haven't seen her films, I have heard of most of them. And the I'm animator, Taylor, Chopping Mall, Anna Taylor Joy. That doesn't feel like a a good guess. I didn't even really think of the menu as. A, uh, I was gonna say I didn't really think of it as a horror movie. I, I guess it was though, but I don't know. She didn't do like a lot of screaming in that one. Felt like she had uh, <laughs> the situation under control. I'm not gonna spoil it for anyone, but and the witch. I think I've seen that right. That's a, that's an A24 movie. Yeah, yeah, with Black Phillip. Black Phillip. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I didn't remember she was in it. And we Ralph know. Ralph Einstein she was, is the dad. She that was, was the before main... she got big, right? Yes. Because as far as I know, she got big with Queen's Gambit, the the Netflix thing, right? That, probably. Yeah, it wasn't New Mutants. I'll tell you what though, The Witch was fucking awesome. I do love that movie. But I feel like one horror movie under your belt does not make a scream queen. That ugh. Agreed. I know. I'm coming yeah. I'm coming across like a salty bitch, but I'm really just angry with myself and I am angry at that list. That's a fucked list. Would you do a horror movie? Would I make a horror movie? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. You know, you comedy is your main lane and your go to, but are there any uh horror screenplays in the works or any ideas I mean, you're 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 tossing around your old noggin? I mean, I did. Uh, I do have Zombie Beach Party. I thought that was more comedy than. It's it's a comedy horror, yeah. Almost like a Shaun of the Dead type thing. A little bit. But yeah, I mean, which I would. That's love a masterpiece make. of a movie. Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would love to make Zombie Beach Party, and I did come up with an idea for a slasher that. I've run by a couple people and they thought it was really cool. It's just, I think I, I think I do kind of need to, I should probably jump to horror next. Not like straight up horror, but horror sells so fucking well. It's like the best selling thing. Like, yeah, that's, and it doesn't have like the, it's got like, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but it's, it's pretty cheap to make, right? Yeah. For the most part. I mean, yeah. there was this the last year. There was this movie Skinnamarink that came out, that was like a Canadian movie that they made for fifteen thousand dollars, and it crushed in theaters, and then got bought up. And it, I think it's streaming on Hulu and Shutter. So anybody involved in like back end points on that movie made a fucking killing. And I think that's why a lot, like you know, when you when you're scrolling through a streaming service and you get deep in the trenches, and it's all these like horror movies that look like they were made for five bucks, and you're like, "What the fuck is this? Who watches these besides Dom?" Leprechaun in Manhattan or some shit. Apparently, lots of people because those horror movies get snatched up by streamers left and right. Yeah, my brothers are watching shit I've never heard of here in horror movie month. So, like what? I, I, I've never even heard of. It. I don't know. I just go into the living room, like, oh, what's this? And they'll, oh, it's Terrifier too. All right. 
I don't know. I don't even. I, I don't even know why I ask. I can't continue the conversation. It's just like, oh, all right, cool. I also, the older I get, the more like scared I get of horror movies. Oh, I'm frightened. Like, I don't really want to watch someone get murdered or uh, terrorized. I guess by ghosts. You just you just I, watch I it in documentary it. format. Yeah, yeah. Just want to. I want to hear true stories about evil people. I don't. I, I don't want, want to people, see it played out. I want to see real people die. That uh, the most recent one that I watched, the the one with Justin Long when they were in Detroit. That horror movie was fucking sick. I forget what that's called. Barbarian. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Barbarian's fucking awesome. But I love that movie. Scared the shit out of me. Oh. I want to watch a, like a, a jump scare movie with you now. So every time something jumps out, you're like, oh. the ball of M&M's goes everywhere. Little oh, mama, hold me. <laughs> I hide behind little mama. <laughs> oh, take her scary ghost, not me. <laughs> totally. Yeah, well. <sighs> little mama. Going back over that story of losing on Doug Loves Movies just took all the wind out of my sails. Were you not going to talk about that? No, I was. But I just want to punch myself in the nuts for being such a fucking idiot. I want to punch you in the nuts for being such a fucking idiot. You've been on that show how many times? I don't even know. So Doug knows you know horror movies, right? Was he surprised? That he, did he like talk about like you losing as like an upset? No, but when I when I threw out Barbara Crampton's name, he was very very shocked. Like, I mean, obviously he knew what was on the list, but he was like, I couldn't believe that she wasn't on this. Like, that's a name that deserves to be on there. And like, when you hear the rest of this list, you're definitely definitely going to be like, Yep, Barbara Crampton should be on there and not this person. Poor guy. I would well, I, personally say, Taisa Farmiga. From being in the nun in the nun two, does not a scream queen make? But I digress. I'm not a blogger, so fuck me, right? No, you're not. Well, I don't know. These you, uh... sisters with Vera. I know. Isn't that weird? Who's hotter? I, I guess I can list this up. With Vera. I mean. There's, there's, they're 21 years apart. Yeah. I think a lot of people thought that they were, I thought they were mother and daughter until I actually watched The Nun last month, I think. And I was like, how old was Vera Farmiga when she had this girl? And then it was like, nope, they are sisters. I was like, holy shit. That's wild. Oh, I would answer um, Vera Farmiga is hotter. <coughs> I'm sure she appreciates it. I'd, I'd prefer to sleep with her. Yeah, someone tell her. <laughs> someone get the word over to her. Jeff Clark chose you over your over your younger sister. Did uh, Did you guys watch any movies this past week? I've watched several movies this past week. You're doing a little I bit did. of a horror horror fest over there, right, Shuddy? A huge horror fest. And you're not even that big of a horror fan. 
it's just the time of year, you know. Sp- if there's a time for horror movies, it's spooky season. And you I'm, should I'm, call it spooky season now that you fucking are losing horror movie trivia. Yeah, games. you don't have any you leg should, to stand on. Yeah, you should dumb dumb it down to basic bitch status. That fucking blog post was essentially <laughs> that. That is the epitome of spooky season. Yeah, the title of it was Scream Queens from Spooky Season. Yeah. Just since last we recorded, I've watched eight horror movies. <laughs> oh my god. Shit. Shut up. Let's get those raging. dicks out real quick, huh? It's yeah. gonna turn into a horror bukkake. Yeah, big fucking horror glory hole. <laughs> this uh, is this is like when uh whack, the, whack, the old whack. guest we had Sirius or no Siri had that uh World Cup blow blow bang thing. What? That was that wasn't that her? Wasn't Siri and Sarah J? Didn't they do like a a blow bang for anyone who picked Germany or Brazil to win the World Cup? I don't know. You're the you're the statistics guy. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll Google this and I'll we'll circle back. All right, cool. Siri, Sarah J, blow bang. Which Soccer. which horror movie gave you the biggest boner, Shuddy Boy? So I shouldn't say horror movie because now looking at I'm looking at the list. There's one, two, three, four, five horror comedies in that in that eight movies. Uh, one anime movie, one true horror movie, and then Bone Tomahawk. Oh yeah, you watched Vampire Hunter D. I fucking love that movie. So fucking good. Not related to Letterbox D, but Vampire Hunter D. It was that was really good, quite pervy. You do see there are boobies in it, Jeff. Well, I mean, it's anime. Oh, hentai boobies. Oh, my favorite kind of nougatos. (laughs) So, Uh, hold on, I found this story from I can lick it dot com. (laughs) It said, Team BJ, Sarah J, and Siri promising blowjobs for World Cup fans. If you're following either one of them, you're a fan of hashtag Team USC or Team USA, Team Brazil, Team England, Team Germany. You have a chance to win a free blowjob. So that did happen. I didn't remember that correctly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, But there were a bunch of video now, though. I mean, Beetlejuice and Ghostbusters were watched, and those are. Five Dickers. Yeah. Not much. So is Shaun of the Dead. That was watched. Yep. Five Dicker. Uh, saw The Omen for the first time. What'd you think? So it Really Damien? enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good flick. Yeah, with Damien. Uh, the WNUF Halloween special, which I can't recommend enough if somebody can get their hands on it. Yeah, I've heard I've heard about that. I've never seen it because it's very rare and hard to get your hands on. But I've I've, yeah, heard, Mark's, I've heard good things. Mark's copy of it is the DVD copy from a foreign land because everything's including the the um, selection screen are in a foreign language. Oh shit! Um, and yeah, and Bone Tomahawk was gnarly. Yeah. Slow movie, but when it gets going, it fucking gets going. That upside down wishbone kill. Oof. 
I still, I still I was, wince thinking about that. I I was groaning, and I made like, luckily, I was in my own living room because that definitely I would have been the person going, "Oh my god, no!" in the movie theater. That was <laughs> fucking no. Oh god, don't do it. Don't hack. Uh, don't watch, hack his grundle. What we do in the shadows last night. Oh, that's another awesome movie. Uh, and then tonight we're going to be Draven and I are going to be watching Shockem Dead, starring Tracy Lords. For what the fuck did I just watch? Ugh. That sounds terrible. What's wrong with that, Kevin? You're into spooky movie, spooky season movies. Well, oh, excuse me. He's obviously not that into them. That's true. <laughs> Your spooky season brand is taking a hit this weekend or this week, Kevin. You know what? The I IMDb like... description of this movie is Martin is a total loser who makes a deal with the devil to become the greatest rock star in the world. Sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Are you going to watch it, Jeff? Nope. Guess it doesn't sound like that much fun. Yeah, I was just being nice. <laughs> well, I watched um, I watched the new VHS movie. Have you ever seen any of those, Shuddy? No. They're like a a modern anthology type thing, kind of like Tales from the Crypt type shit. Mm-hmm. So they they made VHS, and there was VHS two, and then I think they did VHS viral. And then they just started doing years after it. So there's, I think there's VHS 99, 94, and then this one was 85. So it was just like a handful of horror shorts that that take place in the 80s or 80s themed. And uh, it was decent, you know. I think like with a lot of anthology things, especially when each one is done by a different creative team, different director, different writers and stuff. It's kind of a mixed bag. But that's that's one of the reasons why I love anthology horror movies so much because even if one or two of them stink, you're going to get a couple that are at least somewhat cool. Like, uh, Jeff, you're you're big into Tales from the Hood, right? Yeah, dude. Tales from the Hood. What's that guy? Is David Alan Greer in that, right? Yeah. And then Corbin Burnson. Yep. Yeah, dude. And the that, guy that, that played goes Sam, hard. the guy that played Samson in uh Half Baked. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, that's an that's an anthology movie. And man, mm-hmm. Tale, Tales from the Hood is fucking awesome. Have you ever When's seen Shuddy? No, I've not seen Tales from the Hood. Oh. If that's streaming anywhere, you gotta watch it. What is is that in your spooky? Is that in your Halloween movie season playlist? Yeah, yeah, because of you. Hmm. I watched it on your recommendation, and then wait, you never saw it before I recommended it to you? No. Oh man! So I threw I threw it on because it was streaming somewhere, and I loved it so much I bought it on Blu-ray. And I don't think it's I don't know if it's streaming anywhere right now, but. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I love the alternative titles for Tales from the Hood. Boys Do Get Bruised, Rogue Cop Revelation, 
Kevin Killer Craft comeuppance. Uh huh. Hardcore convert. Is this the name of the stories within the movie? It just says alternate alternative titles, and then it goes, uh, "Welcome to my mortuary." Historias del Barrio Negro. I think this is mm. the name of the shorts that are in Tales from the Hood, I think. But it's like legit good. It's not like fun, campy, bullshit good. It's a fucking good flick. It's streaming on the cock with premium. Ooh. Oh, you should watch that, Shuddy. And yeah, on Stars and Tubi. Yeah. I can't do it tonight because I have to watch Shock 'em Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, VHS 85 was it was decent. I'll suck three VHS dicks for that one. Did you just fart, Jeff? No. No, that was my chair. No, I quit. Sure it was. That was my pussy. I would admit to farting. I mean, look where I am. <laughs> You and our whole audience accepts me farting, accepts farts. That's true. All right, well, Jeff, I'm guessing you didn't see anything? Dude, I have nothing to review except for my terrible sports bets, which will just depress everyone. You didn't go, we, to, uh, you didn't we, go see the Taylor Swift concert? The Aeros store? No, I didn't check it out. I'm surprised you didn't have to go with uh, Carl. I know. I'm very surprised. That's I was, a, I was prepared. a huge bullet that you dodged. I mean, I don't hate Taylor Swift. I just would prefer to do something else with my time. And I know that seeing that fucking thing in person, like like in the theater, there's going to be so many people singing along to it, and that's going to make me get very angry. Oh, you're you're not going to go see it in the theater either, yeah? No, not unless Carl forces my hand. I mean, I've made her sit through so many movies that I have no leg to stand on by saying no. I would I would definitely go with her, and I wouldn't be, you know, I, I, I would go and be a gamer. I wouldn't be a pouty little bitch about it. But in my isn't head, her concerts like four hours long? Like, is how it? long is a fucking movie? No, oh, I don't know, man. Let me see if it's. Let me see. I, I put up the AMC app because I kind of want to see what else is coming out. But I think that Taylor Swift thing just fucking frightened everybody away. No one wants to go up against Taylor Swift. So they're just like, uh, uh, yeah, we don't have any movies coming out for the next month. Let's see. The oh, show wow. itself is three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. The runtime at an AMC theater is two hours and 48 minutes. Whoa. Fuck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, I think it's already gone. Box office, $780 million. Yeah, that thing made a fucking mint. I think worldwide it was like $130 million. She's balling. She is balling. But you know who else is balling? Our fucking Patreon which mm. you can access at patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. It is chock full of goodies. If you think two hours and 48 minutes is a long run time, you should see the staggering amount of content 
that we have hoarded away on our Patreon. Excellent. Don't excellent let Kevin program. mislead you, though. Nothing's longer than two hours and 40 minutes. No, no, no. I'm just saying if you combine it all, it's very long. Yeah. It's actually days. But it's, you know, it's, uh, it's in uh, easy to chew, sizable formats, you know? Digestible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd say the longest thing we do is either the bonus podcast or Queef or No Queef. Crafter Jeffs have gotten pretty long. We've done like 90 minute Crafter Jeffs, but it's a yeah, lot dude, of stuff. There'll be, like be like a double disc Queef or Queef or No Queef that we'll have to, that'll go like 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those surprises. By the way, if you're into Schadenfreude and you hate me, Boy, am I getting my fucking nutsack stomped into oblivion in Queef or No Queef. It's been like been two episodes, right? Or three? There's a lot a lot of season here. It is, but a lot yeah, of I season, guess, man. I guess when it comes to games lately, I am uh I'm not delivering. If you put something in You're game for game, I'm gonna fuck it up. I couldn't even fucking win a a Scream Queen trivia game. I can't beat Jeff and Shuddy at Queef or No Queef. I'm just a big, dumb, stupid head over here. Yeah. But check it out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And if you want to hear me eat a nice big turd sandwich, check out the new episode of Doug Loves Movies. Just dropped today. <clears throat> uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. And Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast, and also at John Cooper Movie. And if you want uh, some solid sports betting picks, and if you need more Jeff Clark in your life, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Yep, breaking down NFL Week 7 Wednesday, and I will start my NBA preview uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, with the Eastern Conference, uh, do Western Conference later this week. So I got three sports betting co- podcast coming out this week we're about to hit the uh the busy season of sports so i'm excited ah, more like outkick butts with jeff clark oh <laughs> uh, let's see what else what else uh youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour if you'd like to see the zoom feed of these episodes that is readily available for you at youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour you guys got anything else? No, sir. You hear my elbow crack when I did that? Did you hear that elbow? No. Well, it didn't just crack. <sighs> Never mind. No, that's it. Have a nice week, homies. We might have heard it, but you kept talking over your karate chops. Well, you were talking when I cracked, and I didn't have any more cracks to do it when I demonstrated oh. it, so I'll have to do it next week. Yeah, you were like, are you guys hearing my elbow crack when I do this? And then right when you stop talking, you stop moving your elbow. Well, I'm sure, next week. I'm sure it was glorious, Jeff. I can picture yeah. I can picture it in my mind right now, and it's amazing. It was a symphony of elbow cracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening, everybody. And until next time, something. Huh. Ooh hoo hoo. Ooh hoo hoo.
is this? No. Do not make any changes to my computer. Get the fuck out of here, see? Yeah, see? Oh, boy. Oh, fucking boy. Oop. Gotta open up the camera thingy. Let's see, how blue do I look today? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eat that daddy dick. Why is this not launching? There we go. Come on, Zoom. Big time movie star. Yeah, I mean, he gave us two weeks of being on time, so there's that. Oh, my God. Hey, Kevin, how's Shuddy's piss? Oh, what a surprise. Shuddy's doing his one bit again. There's many layers of Shuddy's anger. <laughs> what the fuck is a manatee? Oh, mommy, you stinky bitch. What the? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my internet is poop now. Sorry guys. I'm poop. I'm hoping my internet holds up. I reset it a few times since our last uh recording sesh. Fuck, is it really kicking you right in the gonads lately? No, it's been fine. Uh, well, no, a couple of times it did act up, I guess, but it, there were uh, no stakes involved. Though. <laughs> I wasn't in a spot when I needed the internet, per se. Well, luckily, Shuddy and I can turn any of your internet hiccups into jokes. Yeah. Somebody and we have enough soundboard material that. of you that we could do the show without you if we had to. Oh, I know. Good Lord. My computer just gave me a pop-up to tell me that I should play Forza Motorsport. Like, the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Leave me alone, dude. What's the motor? Play what is a motorsport? <laughs> <laughs> what was the suck doing? Uh, the video game, Forza Motorsport? Never heard of it. There's no way you haven't heard of Forza. F-O-R-Z-A. The racing game. Is that anything that use the Forza? Is it better or worse than Gran Turismo? I don't know. It's like a direct competitor to Gran Turismo. What does Clint Eastwood have to say about that? That's Gran Torino. Yeah, you're thinking of Gran Torino. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what's his face from uh, Stranger Things in that Gran Turismo movie? David Harbour. I can't remember him. Yeah, thank you. So you were never a big a weekend, racing huh, game Kevin? guy, huh, Jeff? A big what? You were never big into racing games? No. Mario Kart is probably my favorite. And then Road Rash. Remember that that uh, Nintendo six Nintendo sixty four was actually trending today on Twitter, which is weird. I couldn't really figure out why, but when Nintendo for, 
first came out, Nintendo 64, they had that game Wave Runner, I think. Oh, yeah, where you race jet skis. Yeah, everyone had that one, right? And then... Yeah, and they also had that one cruising USA, I think. Oh yeah, I had that too. I used to like go yeah. through all the levels, trying to uh, unlock the, the the different paint jobs and different cars you could get. Man, Those were both excellent arcade games. Yeah, cool. Man, Jeff, you and I have the same the same favorite racing games. Yeah, um, isn't cruising USA still at Dave and Buster's? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Cruising USA, I believe, still exists. Yeah. Shuddy, when was the last time you went to a Dave and Buster's? Uh, Zach's 21st birthday, so five years ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I want to go last back. Last time I went was with, was with uh, Kevin. Really? When I was living in my old apartment? Yeah, and you beat me in that fucking hand-eye coordination game. <laughs> which which one was it? Terrible. The one where you had to turn the lights out. Yeah, you got to like yeah. slap the buttons. Bunch of tap lights one of all my, over a wall. One of the most embarrassing moments of my life. <laughs> That'd be like someone beating Kevin Ow. in like a horror movie trivia contest. Ow. You fucking scumbag, Jeff. <laughs> sensitive, mm. sensitive subject. Mm. Sensitive subject. <laughs> Sorry, right. uh, I uh, I brought back up the that stinging loss that I took against you and Dave that Dave and Buster's. I wasn't kidding about that. It was fucking embarrassing. Beat me in front of my lady. She ended up dumping me soon after. <laughs> do you think the two situations were related? Yeah, I do actually. And this is the first time me and Kevin already talked to, have ever talked about it. But oh, great! Now she's gonna dump me for Kevin. You, you caused my lady to look to look at me uh, like a lesser man. He was better at slapping tap lights than me. <laughs> man, David Buster's got bitch. some cool shit. Like they they have this Walking Dead game where you hold a like a crossbow as your remote. They've got an axe throwing game. Was I with you when one of the guys that was there, like? dressed up in cosplay and bought brought his own gun like there was one of those shooting games where you, you point at the uh you, you know you point scan shoot i forget besides outside of terminator 2 i can't even think of like the most popular one but probably terminator time, is like time the most, crisis time crisis okay he I didn't bring his own gun because it doesn't it's not synced up to the oh, arcade oh. but he brought his own holster yeah yeah yep that was, that was that? yeah that was the one in hollywood Mm-hmm. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, we saw that some guy, crazy shit there. I'm surprised that guy didn't leave with both of our girlfriends. I know. <laughs> he brought his own gun holster. What about the guy that no. showed up in gym attire would... and a towel and played Dance Dance Revolution as cardio? <laughs> that That's also obviously very nerdy, but I was more like aware of that. I was more, I was more aware of people getting into dance dance revolution. And frankly, it makes sense. Like if you're good at it, you have to work up a sweat. Oh yeah. You know? So, but like this guy was like, he would like, he wouldn't, he would turn his back to like the screen and like would turn and pull the gun out out of his holster and start firing. Like he was like, yeah, he had a crowd. He was like a time crisis. Like John McClane. Wasn't he like dancing too? 
Oh yeah. Or was that- I mean, it was, it was like almost like coach prime or like prime time. Just he's put on a show for everyone. Yeah. It was, it was nuts. I couldn't tell if he was doing it ironically or unironically. I'm leaning towards unironically. I think that guy, his whole life is like time crisis or house yeah. of the dead. One of those fucking games. And he was literally dancing. He was shooting over his shoulders. He was doing like RoboCop twirls. It was fucking nuts. I mean, if I remember, I would, I would say it's unironic because if I remember correctly, he was good at the game. Yeah, like you can't. I don't know. It's like it's like that old uh, no, the, the, other, here, the, other, the other guys bit, um, Mark Wahlberg's bit, and the other guys where he just kept getting getting good at like girly shit and lame shit so he can make fun of the people in his neighborhood. Remember that? Yeah. yeah like he was a, he did ballet ironically. <laughs> yeah. He did <laughs> ballet. <laughs> he like confronted his girlfriend who was in the ballet and like busted it out. And she's like, Oh my God, that was actually really good. He's like, and he's just like, yeah, I did to make fun of the kids in my neighborhood that danced. <laughs> 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 that's pretty if that guy wasn't doing it ironically or unironically that's probably what he would say i wanted to the did i tell you guys when i went to this this barcade in silver lake and this guy was having a te- temper tantrum like he was in his own living room like he was losing in an arcade game and like classic arcade games and he's getting pissed and he was like pounding his fist on the table and then the fucking guy uh-oh uh-oh, what? I forgot this equipment is so soft that me hitting my hand on the table makes everything staticky. Uh, but yeah, he was he was like, and then he, he started like looking to the people around him like, can you fucking believe this? And everybody's like, dude, I'm playing my own video game. Like, I didn't see whatever injustice you were just subjected to. But I'm sure it was bullshit. I miss arcades. I feel like you don't go to a bar, a barcade as much as your brain would suggest you do. No, it's just. I mean, how often do you go to a bar in general? Not often. I mean, it's it's basically just because I feel like when I was younger, my friend groups were more similar to me, but then I got older and made different friends and there don't seem to be many overlaps. Like I got to go to metal concerts by myself all the time. Uh, it's a chore. Yeah, so people really, to arcades. really what this sounds like to me from what Kevin's saying is less of an indictment on Kevin and more of an indictment on what a bad friend you are, Jeff. Hmm. Well, to that be Kevin fair, there's, there's a barcade. There's no barcade on Jeff's couch, so. <laughs> yeah, I hate leaving my couch. Dude, someone just sent me this story of this guy's name is Incarcerated Rashid, and he needed $10,000 to make bond and decided to bet a 16 money line parlay that cashed out $13,000, and now he's on his way home. Holy shit. Yeah. There's a fucking guy who like he was wanted for I think armed robbery, grand theft auto in the Kansas City area and 
before he went on the run, he put like a future bet in for the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And the amount of the payout of the bet that he made would have been enough to cover his bail had he been caught. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I love those stories. This motherfucker with a this dude's got a comb in his fro on the goddamn jail payphone giving pics to someone. <laughs> I got I got fucking two different screens. I'm listening. I don't know how many podcasts. I look. I don't know how many fucking sports stats. And this dude's just riffing on a fucking jailhouse payphone. Son yeah. of a bitch. Should be Jeff. Oh, Cheech. Uh, I need you to take my ATM card, take everything out, <laughs> go to Vegas, put it all on black. Yeah. And then That's come pretty much me. what this guy is saying. He's talking to like what is you know this down ass bitch. Like, all right, I got. He's got the. He's got a WNBA game in here as well. <laughs> he bet women's <laughs> basketball. <laughs> I wonder how he found out. I guess. I guess some jails have TV, but I wonder how he found out if he won the parlay. <laughs> Probably when he got bailed out. <laughs> he didn't even know. They just, they just fucking the, the 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 guards opened the door. Like, all right, you're out. Someone paid your bail. Oh shit! Well, free? Yeah. Oh my god! The WNBA bet hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shuddy, can you give me record permission? I guess. You pussy. Recording in progress. Blood di- <laughs> Oh. Well then. <laughs> Shall we uh, kick this motherfucker off? Yeah. In Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientist party hour. 